We are finally back. Hey, guys. It's time for episode one. Yes. We didn't get as quickly as we wanted to, but we are here. We are here. We are here. I am Lauren Lucifer. I'm Bobby Blood. And we are 85 Grave. <laughs> How's everybody doing? <laughs> Hopefully good. We got our studio built. We've got our first episode ready. Stoked. So tonight is episode one. We have chosen Cat's Eye, 1985, from Stephen King. Nice. So to talk a little bit about why we chose this one, first of all, it's a 1985 movie. We thought it would be appropriate to start with an 85 movie, being as the name of our show. (laughs) True. But there's several elements to this film that pretty much sums up everything that we are into. It's Stephen King, which is Lauren's favorite. What up? (laughs) It's an anthology, which are my favorite because I have a short attention span. (laughs) (laughs) I like the short films, the ones you ain't got to think too much about. Same with the stories, the books. Yeah, you love the short story books. I do. I love the short stories. It's just too much for me to get into those big, long, winded books that he does. (laughs) I'm not saying they're not good because I have read some of his full-length books, but I definitely prefer short stories. They're simple, quick. So yeah, being a Stephen King movie, being an anthology being a 1985 classic. It's also two of the three stories come from one of my favorite books of all time, which is called Night Shift. Yeah. So uh, all the elements are there. We could have definitely chosen a more high-profile movie like Lost Boys or Fright Night, something that we're definitely going to get to. Oh, yeah. We could have just came out the gate strong with one of those. We'll get to all the other good stuff too, so. Yeah, definitely. So these stories, they came from Night Shift, like we said, two of them anyway. I think I've told you the story before, but when I was in high school, I worked at the student store during the lunch hour and stuff. You know, you got (laughs) to you got to make an ass out of yourself to make, you know, five bucks a day. (laughs) You get everybody like coming up trying to get free food and shit. But I just wanted that five bucks. And what I do is I would take that five bucks at the end of the week. You know, I'd have 25 bucks. Yeah. And every week I would buy a Stephen King book. Yes. That first one was Night Shift. I eventually got. Skeleton Crew, yeah, um, Christine, Ugh. Cujo, eventually getting all these books. Damn. But when I got Night Shift, I mean, it has so many great stories in it, which to me, one of the reasons I probably wouldn't have chose this movie, aside from all those elements coming in, also the fact that I don't have any locations filmed from this movie, and I don't even honestly know what would be worth filming. The bridge, the house. This movie is really more about the stories than the locations. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get them. That house was really cool, though. The house is cool. If it's still, you know, up and standing. I'm sure it is. Yeah. From the research we've done so far, most of the houses and locations in North Carolina are still there. Right. So I would have chosen, like, you know, of course, that's why I'm poor and (laughs) I don't make blockbuster (laughs) films. But I wouldn't have chosen, you know, those stories, even those two. Well, Quitters Incorporated... Was always one of my favorite stories. Definitely. It's a, it's a great story. Man, there was so many great stories in Night Shift. There was one called Grey Matter. It's about a guy who uh, drinks beer all the time and he finally mm-hmm. gets a... I don't give away too much, you know, because I want people <laughs> to go read these. Right, right. He gets a bad can of beer that has some... It had a hole in it. Drinks the whole thing and before he realizes it, that it tastes wrong, you know, he's already drank it, then it, you know, in Stephen King style, it eventually uh-huh. turns him into a big blob of shit that... <laughs> Eats cats and stuff. It's just fucking crazy. Why they got to eat the cat? Come on now. I don't know, man. He's got a problem with cats. Get it together. Yeah, he's he's pet cemetery. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I think Stephen King is like a 
closeted cat. Something. Cat phobe or something. They definitely need to get his brain tested. Yeah, I don't know. He's genius, but I'm just saying. Yeah, he's the man. We'll get into that. Love it. We got to get into that uh, Stephen King tour we did. We'll talk about that before we get into the movie. Oh. So, uh, um, oh yeah, but back to Night Shift, there's, um, I want to just talk a little bit about a couple of the stories in there, obviously. Obviously, Children of the Corn is in Night Shift, but that made it, that was its own movie as it should have been. The Boogeyman, that's a really good story that got its own screen adaption in 2012, but it's a great story. You have to read it. And then my two very favorite stories in that book, one is called Strawberry Spring, Mm-hmm. which they actually use the name of spring Jack, which is like a mythical, uh, I don't know that he ever actually killed anybody, hmm. but he was from England and he used to go and spit fire in people's faces and blind them and uh, slap <laughs> the shit out of people for no reason. You know, He sounds awesome. Yeah, he was, he was a wild dude, I guess. <laughs> but he was like one of those urban legend type of dudes. Like Jack the Ripper, yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, but in Strawberry Springs, it wasn't, he wasn't, it wasn't that. They just used the name for some reason. But Strawberry Springs is more about, um, I think what a Strawberry Springs is, it's like a false um, spring or something. Okay. I know there was a lot of fog and it's, what it's really about is, no, I don't want to give it away. Uh, it's a great story. Teaser. Yeah, it's a great, great, great story. And, it, and it's got one of those crazy Stephen King twists at the end. And it's the same with The Man Who Loved Flowers. The Man Who Loved Flowers, that one was about, um, man, I really don't want to give stuff away and ruin it for people. Well, a lot of people maybe have read it too, so yeah, you know. I well, I want them to read it. I want I want everybody to read these stories. It right. takes like ten minutes to read these stories. We'll just warn them, spoiler alert, and yeah. it's not like you're giving away the whole. You're not reading it to them. Yeah, I'm not going to give away the man who loved flowers at all. Because if I say <laughs> anything, it'll pretty much ruin the end of it. Right. Okay. So just read it. It's about a guy looking for a woman named Norma or Nona or I can't remember what it was, but. She was... All right, know. everybody go read it. Go read and it. And email us which is the name, Norma or Nona. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just out of Night Shift. Yeah. Also, that same year, well, at least the year they released, 80, you know, in 85, Skeleton Crew came out. And that has, you know, some more of my favorite stories in it, especially there's one called Survivor Type. Like, I would have loved to... I would love to see a screen adaption of Survivor Type. Yeah. What that's basically about is a guy who he gets it he he uh if I remember right he was he was like a drug dealer maybe or became a drug kingpin of some kind but he mm. ended up getting stranded on a desert island from a car wreck or a boat wreck or I, I can't remember exactly how but basically he ends up having to eat parts of his own body to stay alive oh yeah and he's like stranded on this island with like however many pounds of heroin Damn. Yeah, so he keeps having to do surgeries on himself. It's just, it's fucking great. That is insane. Yeah, I don't know how that, again, I don't know how that would adapt to the screen, but I would love to see it, <laughs> you know. I'd watch it. And then there's uh, The Raft was in Cyber, and, or it was in uh, Skeleton Crew, but that obviously became one of the Creepshow episodes. Yeah, we have some uh, locations on that. That we do. For sure. That'll, That's very true. For later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when we get to that. Yeah. We get to Creepshow, which we will. Oh, it's coming. Um, and then there's another one called Mrs. Todd's Shortcut. So I don't want to go too far into it. But me personally, I could think of a lot of other stories that they could have made a trilogy out of, out of an anthology out of. But again, mm-hmm. that's not my call. Right. The movie's great, especially out of that third chapter. But the third chapter is... He, he wrote that for the movie, for Cat's Eye. Right. It was a separate thing added on to yeah. that movie. So uh, 
you know, but anyway, so but anyway, Cat's Eye, 1985, was written yeah. by Stephen King, all three stories. Um, it was directed by Louis Teague, who also did um, Cujo, of course. But there's another 80s movie called Alligator. It's supposed to be really, I haven't even seen it. I don't know how I've missed that. I haven't. But we're going to watch that. We're yeah. going to get into that. We got to see Alligator because it looks just like one of those, mm-hmm. one of those movies, like you'd walk into the video store and it looked cool, but there was always... Better ones to grab, so you kind of bypassed it, you know. <laughs> oh, poor alligator! I know, right? But it looks good. It looks like got the shaft. Be, yeah, right. So, um, <laughs> produced by Dino De Laurentiis. Now, what was that about him? You told me something about him. He um, also produced Firestarter, and so that's how he recommended Little Drew Barrymore. Right on. You know, so that's how she got that role. Yeah, definitely. So Little Drew. Little Drew. She's so cute. And she's awesome. Yeah. Drew Barrymore, even in her comedy films and everything. She's, she's just badass. Yeah. yeah. I love Drew. She's awesome. And this was um, King's first film to receive PG-13 rating. Really? Yeah. I Maybe mean, I thought it should be, yeah. well, I thought it should be R. Maybe because I was terrified uh, watching this. If you think about it, there's really not much. There's some Like colors. gore. There's No, not really. Just a lot of bad green screening. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Right? Yes. All right, so this is PG-13, but, you know, it's still it's still king. So it's still very, I don't know, thrilling and captivating and yeah, it's amazing. Got, it's got his twists and, and twists and turns. So, um, you know, I know that uh, I read somewhere that he originally, when he did it, it was supposed to have like a, a pre, like a, an introduction, like, you know, he's oh, going to yeah. have something on the screen, I guess, to, mm-hmm. or what do you call it, a prologue or something. Where it kind of explains that, you know, the cat's going on this adventure looking for the girl, and mm-hmm. you know he senses something from her, and you see it in in the beginning when he goes up to that window. Yep. And uh, right before you see the Quitters Incorporated car. Right, and he sees Drew's face coming yeah, out of like, like a saying, model, like a, a doll a in the window. Yeah, a mannequin yeah, in the so window. She's asking for help or something. So he mm-hmm. travels across the country. So well, you said Quitters Incorporated started in Chicago, right? That's the city. Yeah. Okay, and then. I know they end up in... Wilmington, North Carolina. Right, which is where most of this film was shot. Yeah. As long, you know, that's a, and that's obviously a uh, big filming location for Stephen King. I don't know what was going on back in the 80s. They probably had some kind of tax break. Right. But it's a great spot. A lot of films have been filmed there. Yeah, well, a lot of his films. Yeah. And then there's some others. But it's just a, a, a ran, such a random place. There had to be some reason for it. I feel like the guy told us about it on the Stephen King tour. That there was a reason he filmed outside of Maine because he used to film in Maine all the time. I'm trying to remember what that that guy gave us so much information. I know, and we just absorbed it all. And I'm trying to remember that part. We, well, let's talk about that real quick before we get into the actual movie here. We were out in Boston for something for a concert. We were out in Boston, mm-hmm. so we decided kind of last minute that we were going to go to Salem, and then we were like, well, "That fuck was it. dope." Yeah, that was, that was Salem was cool, but then we decided, "Fuck it, let's drive up to Bangor and uh, just see what's going on out there." And then we booked <laughs> this tour. There's a guy out there in Bangor. I can't remember his name, but I remember the website was like sktours.com, like sk-tours.com maybe. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but man, this dude, he used to own the only Stephen King bookstore. In other words, he had a bookstore that only sold Stephen King books in Bangor. So Stephen King would come by. He actually, you know, like Stephen King is very, we found this out by going on this tour, but he pretty much, you know, he takes care of that whole city. He does. He's just such like a, what's that word? 
He's a philanderer. I, <laughs> philanthropist. <laughs> a philanderer. Sorry, Steve. Doesn't that mean he sleeps around? Yeah, sorry, Steve. I, oh, hell no. I just put him out there. like Steve. With my own illiteracy. He's watching you, too, <laughs> if you didn't know that. Yeah. If anybody see, <laughs> that's the man right there. Yeah. can't see. He's literally watching over us. I just fucking call them out. Yeah, dude. I dude. just like, by being an illiterate fool. Like, they've been married forever. They're yeah. so happy together. But he takes care of the, you know, he... <laughs> he built a baseball field. He built the baseball field. He built the library there, or he restored it. Yeah. Um. He really cares about his city. Yeah. Everybody loves him there. He's just He's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's just a man, straight up. He told us that... uh he had gotten hit by a car at some point, so he doesn't really spend his winters there anymore because his bones hurt. Mm-hmm. He goes you down know? to Florida. Yeah, but you know, aside from all that, if yeah. you get a chance, if you can get anywhere near Maine, go there. Go do this tour because he tells you everything. He takes you to all the spots. He took us to the real um, manhole or the you know the place where it was. The oh real yeah, the creek, sewer. Yeah, the sewer. he took us to the actual mm-hmm. cemetery where Pet Cemetery was filmed. Where Stephen King played the um, the priest, the priest yeah. yeah, he took us to all these. He took us. Uh, I mean, he showed us the whole, just everything. He owns yeah. a radio station there. Um, there's just so much that stuff to dope. see. It was like that was like the coolest thing I've that I think we've ever done. As yeah, far as a trip. Agreed. You know. Yeah. It was just amazing. Once we get the link and everything, we'll give everybody that in case anyone's yeah, I'll put interested. It up in the, uh, I'll put it up in the when we. I don't know where we're gonna post this. Yeah, wherever we post it, we'll we have it to there. tell people the exact yeah. link so they can do that. And the guy was, um, he was actually in the Langoliers, because oh, because remember the airport that that uh, that airport where the Langoliers was filmed is that is Bangor Airport. Mm-hmm. So I think he played a security guard in the movie. It wasn't even like he was a extra. He was an actual. He was character. A, a yeah. He had an actual part. Yeah. Um. He took us by Stephen King's house. I mean, we, it was just amazing, amazing tour. It was great. Yeah, so, uh, but back to the movie. <laughs> it starts off with, uh, you know, it even starts off with a couple of cameos of his other films. It starts off with, you know, you see the cat run. Yeah, the Easter eggs. The e- uh, I love Easter that. Easter eggs, yeah. yeah. yeah what did definitely. I call it the other day? The goose eggs? Goose eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Turd. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, hey, right off the bat. You got Cujo right there. Hey. Yeah, Your right books. off the bat. Yeah, so what? It was Cujo, right? Uh-huh. Cujo comes after the cat. Yeah. And then... Um, he gets away. He gets away. Well, he's running from him and yeah. almost gets run over by Christine. Uh-huh. Which is kind of a little corny to me because, like... The bumper sticker. you don't... Yeah. You, you know, he runs past Christine. Yeah. You know, Christine, you know, hits the brakes, almost hits the cat and the mm-hmm. dog. And, uh, you know, they have to show when he drive when the car drives off, it has a bumper sticker that says, I am Christine, I am evil. Like, like man, pure like, evil. Yeah, like if you don't know that that's Christine, then you shouldn't be allowed right. to be watching this movie. Like, or breathing, yeah, just breathing like, in general. Like, if you don't know that, <laughs> like you don't deserve to watch the yeah. movie. So, but anyway. They were like, being extra generous to people. They're like, hey, yeah. look. And you I'm know. sure that's one of those things that like, because like, you know, how Stephen King wanted that epilogue. Yeah. You know that pissed him off when they cut it out. It had to yeah. Because remember, we and we only found this out when we went looking for the Shining Motel, which or hotel, which mm-hmm. we went to, you yeah. know, once, and we're gonna go to again. We found out that uh, he hated the version of the Shining, yeah. and the reason was because he said that, uh, oh, because he said that Jack Torrance was already, already crazy before he went there. Mm-hmm. You know, in in the in the book, 
It was which one was it? Either they made it seem like he was already crazy before he went there, mm-hmm. and he didn't want that, or vice versa. But I think it was that he didn't like the fact that he had this history mm-hmm. of alcoholism and beating the kid, and you know, right. so basically, like he was already crazy when he went there, something like right. that. Right? He wanted it to make like the hotel made him crazy. That's what it. That's what he wanted. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So yeah, and, he and, didn't and, dig that at all. Stanley yeah. Kubrick's uh, version. Right. Which is a great, I mean, come you can't on. argue with it. I but know. Then, but, you know, all respect, Mr. King, we love you with all our hearts. But we also, remember, we watched the his adaption, his yeah. TV series. The, the like, miniseries yeah, version. Yeah, and it was, like, fucking, like, you know, a total of, like, what, 12 hours, <laughs> all these episodes? And it was uh, just nonsense, man. Like, I mean. I didn't understand that. Yeah, like, I mean, he's great at getting his shit across in his books. Yeah. But his... The way he tries to do it in the, you know, that takes a lot of practice to yeah. be able to put something visual right. in, a, in a watchable sequence. Definitely. That's, you know, that's, people will never understand how difficult that is until you try to make a film. It seems the easiest thing in the world, but it's no, the hardest It seems hard thing. to me. You know, it's no. very hard. Yeah. You can make even like a, a short film and I guarantee you, you're going to have to explain it to people as you go. Right. Because, and then Kubrick, of course, you don't have to explain shit. He was, he's a pro. He's an expert, you know? Yeah. So he should have stuck with that. <laughs> what it was, or, or he should have just been on site, you know. But anyway, back to Cat's Eye. Yeah, that's why we, you know, this is why we chose Cat's Eye because it's got all these elements of what our show is really going to be about throughout the whole show. So it started out with those cameos, Cujo and Christine. Another quick thing too, before we get into Quitters Incorporated, if you notice, like real quick, it's I don't remember what part it is, but it's, you know, I think right after he sees Drew Barrymore in the window, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, speaking to him telepathically or whatever. Right. Right. He starts running across the street. If you watch on the right side of the screen, you see a bunch of guys dancing. They're all wearing red. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like break dancers, man. Like <laughs> That was like such a thing back in the 80s. Like I'm sure people know about it. But um, I remember when I was a kid, there was a group called the Floor Patrol. What? Yeah, and they were, that's who ran like, you know, in Southern Cali. Not not all of Southern Cali, but right. in my city, that's where they, they were the ones. It was like, oh, man, it's the Floor Patrol. They're like the best. They would lay out this cardboard, and they'd just get on and do all this crazy dancing <laughs> with the with the ghetto blaster. So we got to get a ghetto blaster in here. Yes, by the way. we do. We got to get one. You and it was like the smallest quick. clip. Yeah, you like really have to look for it. It's just like a side thing. I don't know. But most yeah. people wouldn't even probably notice yeah. it because who gives a shit? But it's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's like it's just like so random. Quintessential eighties to see that. You know, it's random. It was just like for part me, it was of the random. Yeah. yeah. Quitters Incorporated. Quitters. That was trippy. Yeah. That's a great That was a good first opening. That's a great story. A great story. You saw the um well you've read it. I've read it. I read it a long time ago. Read it, yeah. So Yeah, it's basic. It's I don't know. I don't really have any changes from the story to the movie, so What do you mean as far as the differences? The differences except the boy and the girl. Like Drew Barrymore was a boy in the story. Yeah, oh yeah, in the book he had a son. Right. His son's name was Alvin. If I remember right, Alvin and his son was like, you know, you can't even say retarded anymore. So I don't know. I'm going to say that. <laughs> even though I just Delete. Did, right. But um, he was mentally challenged and he was in a special school. Now, when we watched Quitters Incorporated, I was trying to tell they tried to They made Drew Barrymore look kind of like I wasn't sure. Nerdish, I guess. But yeah. I don't think they got across that she was, you know, or supposed to be challenged or anything like that. Yeah. But in the book, he has a son named Alvin that goes to a special school. And he's, he's not, I don't know if he's ashamed of it, but it's a sore spot. He doesn't want to talk about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of one difference. Another difference I noticed, which happens a little later, is 
when the um and this would have this to me like nowadays this would have alone would have made it rated R, but in the book they said that they would send people over to beat up the kid at the at the special <laughs> school. Damn. Yeah, like they call it work him over. They say, oh, we're gonna send somebody to work the kid over. Oh my gosh! But in the movie, they just went straight for the gold, man. They were like, "Oh well, if you fuck up again, we'll send somebody to rape your wife." <laughs> God damn! Like, no shame. Yeah, like no shame. like that would be rated R by itself. <laughs> but hey, they pressed it, you know, rated R for rape. Damn. <laughs> but they hey, went it's PG thirteen. Yeah. All right. I guess, man. But uh. And then, of course, oh, yeah, another thing was that it was a rabbit in the book, in the right, story. Right, right. Not a cat. So, but of course, you know, they made it, they adapted it for the, yeah, for the whole, you know, thing of All the whole three. movie. Yeah. yeah, the cat is is a is a constant, you know. Yeah, I remember when I read the, I remember when I read it, the book when I was a kid, it was, um, there was one specific part that was like really captivating to me where it was like, you know, the guy's, the Donati, is that his name? Donati? Mr. Hmm. Donati or Janiti or something. It's Donati, hmm. I think. But um, there's a part where uh, Morris tries to... Is it Morris? Morrison? <laughs> I can't remember, man. The main guy. Right. James Wood, which we're going to get into that. That's my <laughs> dude. Um, he tries to rush him and it says he's like, even though he's like, he's like springs back and just kicks him in the stomach real quick, you know, like right. double kicks, you know. Yes. That kind of didn't happen in the in the in the... Screen adaption, but right. screen adaption's really good. Really good. I love the... Uh, I dug it. I lo- yeah, they, they did a really good job of it. It's a great story. Great and they just watch. jump right in. Yeah. They, they jump just, right into him going into the doctor's office. That's the beauty of anthologies. You let Stephen yeah. King do a big-ass story like The Stand, and it takes you four right. hours before you even know what's going on. True. But when you get I hear you. you get thirty minutes, you gotta get that shit popping. I love it. Because yeah. you know I don't like long intros in songs, either. in movies, just yeah. like get to it. Or podcasts like ours. Yeah. We're 40 Hello. Minutes in and we haven't even started. Hey, let's like <laughs> let's like, you know, take our own advice. I know, okay. Right? So yeah, he starts, he goes in, he he wants to quit smoking or he's in you know, his friend already went through this. Yeah. And he's like, You need to go up there. He's like, Well, what's it about? You know? He's yeah, like, I like, can't uh, tell you. Like it'll change your life. Yeah. yeah. So he knew nothing about this going into this doctor's office. He's like, you know, probably all right, fuck it. Let's try at, it. They're friends at the end when he fucking turns these guys turns them over to these psychopaths. You yeah. Know? It's oh, cr- it's a crazy story. It's so trippy. Like I don't think we're gonna go through each, you know, individual thing, but nah. I still want everyone to read this. Yeah, you got you gotta read the story. Yeah. And then see Cat's Eye. It's yes. always good when you read when you read a story and then watch First. The, the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, and that and that's what Stephen King's problem is. And and I I fully understand, but you got to let, you know, you got to, if you're going to turn that or, or, or go to film school and learn how to direct, you know, and, and, and then it takes practice, you know, and I'm not saying he couldn't do it. I'm sure he could, but, right? you know, these guys know what they're doing, you know, they know how to make, keep things popping. It was good. Know? I liked it. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's really good. There's so many good parts. Yeah. James Wood, right? Yeah, James he's Wood. the he's the main guy. He's he's the one going in to mm-hmm. quit. Yeah, James Wood is. Uh, he's Drew Barrymore's he, dad. In the ca- James Wood caused a lot of problems lately on uh, <laughs> Twitter and stuff. By what? His, well, because he supports Trump, you know. Oh, I didn't so even. So everybody see that. like, but he's but he's like he don't give a fuck, dude. He's he'll he's like all about it. It's Lester Diamond. Lester Diamond, and that's that's like one of my favorite characters he's ever played. <laughs> that he, not that he's ever played, just one of my favorite characters ever. And that's Lester Diamond from. 
Casino. Yes. I love that. Remember we went and found that. Um, the building where he got beat up. Yeah, at where he the got his ass whooped. Yeah, we found that. <laughs> By Bobby D, Robert De Niro. Bobby D. Yeah, um, it was, what What are the cross streets? Um, uh, I mean, we're in it's Vegas. On, it's so. on, yeah, we live in Vegas. It's on Main Street. It's downtown. Yeah, it's 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 bad. It's uh, like a restaurant now, yeah, like, it's a, like a like a Salvadorian El Salvadorian restaurant. Yeah, now. but it still looks. Remember, uh-huh. we found it by looking at the bricks at the bank across <laughs> the street, and that bank's gone now. But those yeah. bricks are still there, and that's how we found it. And then and the motel the, is still right there. The motel, yeah, all that's the same. Yeah, so. But the only thing that's missing is that door where they come out and mm-hmm. they pull him out and they beat his ass out in the parking lot. Yes. But um, the rest of it's there. But yeah, yeah Lester Diamond. James man. Woods yeah. is the he's, shit, he's dude. Dope. And then another actor that's in Quitters Incorporated is uh, James Rebhorn, which is uh, Dr. Larry. From, yes. Uh, is it, is uh, meet it the Parents. Meet the Parents, the first yeah. one, right? Uh-huh. Like, Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> we also yeah. like other mo- types of movies, you know, comedies yeah, and that's shit. like, I love Tracy like, who's, you know, been what other, what other characters. Like, I love that lineage, you know. Hell yeah! I don't know why, but it is what it is. And he's kind of, kind of evil in this in this Quitters Inc. too. He's yeah, yeah. He's like an instigator. Like he's just like a bad friend kind of yeah. thing. You know, and I was wondering, like when we were watching this, like, well, man, did like why would these guys do this to each other? Like supposed to be a friend. Like, mm-hmm. did they get some kind of referral? Did they get some kind of break? Like your wife gets saved one raping or some shit. <laughs> like why? Why would you yeah. like tell anybody to go there if it's right. your friend? But in the end, they're like boys again. Yeah. You know, like the guy that told them, they're friends. Yeah. Like, they got mad as hell. Well, like they overcome, they overcame it together sort of, but separate. Yeah. They both overcame the same thing. Yeah. I don't right? know, man. Yeah, I guess. And I mean, I'm, you know, I used to, I quit smoking a long time ago, but I would never, uh, I'm so glad. No. Yeah. See, no. I tried to smoke. I tried to smoke no. when I was in eighth grade because I was hanging out with all the, all the rocker dudes, you know. <laughs> and I just, I mean, I just don't get it. I yeah. fucking don't get it. I tried. I, I smoked cigarettes maybe four or five times. I was just like, this is making me sick. This is bullshit, right. you know? It was all the chemicals. It was getting you high. Like, how do you even get started in that shit? Like, how do you, how do you even get past that first, like... Easy. Like, I'm going to torture myself for a week so I can become addicted to this shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you guys doing? It was but, crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I can't do it. And no. my mom and dad smoked, and it was kind of annoying growing up. So I was always shocked that I smoked. You know, I can't imagine you smoke. My brother didn't. Yeah, have I ever seen you smoke? Yeah, maybe probably at bars and stuff at shows. Yeah, yeah, concerts. Yeah, that's that's just crazy. Yeah, my brother never touched it. He hated it growing up, and he didn't touch it. Yeah, so he's a wise man. I don't know what happened to me. I'm a black sheep. You're a troublemaker. (laughs) But you know, it was funny too that part where James Wood is smoking. Oh wait, that's not James. That was uh, the guy, Doctor Larry. Yeah, Yeah, he had like all all in his hands. Twenty cigarettes and. And he was hallucinating. Yeah, he was hallucinating because Donati came dancing down yes. the stairs and shit. He was at some party, I guess, some work yeah. party. I don't even know. It looked like a, just a damn smoking party to me. That's how it was. And my, my grandma used to smoke like that in the house. Can with you me believe and, they uh, smoked in, on airplanes? But yeah, he was hallucinating seeing the, the, the guy. It, it was crazy. It was really crazy. Yeah. I feel like I don't even know if we're confusing people, but they just need to go check this movie out yeah and that's just the first part that's just um quitters inc you know yeah the next one, one yeah that's just chapter one i think we need to go to chapter two there's a couple other things i wanted to talk about in that can't remember what let's see yeah i don't know it's probably nothing <laughs> yeah i mean they're short stories they're just so good if we you know yeah i want to give people a little bit well the cat 
well, I guess we'll stick with the cat. Like the cat, his his participation in this is like right when he walks up, he sees Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. in the window, and then you see the Quitters Incorporated car pull up, and then you see James Wood come up. Well, then they capture the cat, and he yeah. becomes the damn shot treatment cat. You know? Yeah, he gets snatched up right there. Yeah. So you were asking, you were thinking like that they really did that. I don't think there's no way they would really do that to an animal. On a TV show. I hope like not. In, a movie. in the 80s, though, it was different. I don't know, man. The 80s were rough, but I don't think it was that crazy. I don't think they yeah. would pull some shit like that. Plus, the sparks looked fake. How did they get it to jump all around? I don't around? know, man. I don't know. Because the, the wife, when the wife was in there, she was jumping, too. Well, I know they didn't shock a person. I mean, a I'm okay can, with yeah. people being shocked. Yeah, Just exactly. don't fuck with animals. Right? Yeah, I'm with that. So... So we have a little investigating to do, but yeah, you don't think that. I don't know if I want to know because then I got to give Steven two slaps. You know? <laughs> and I don't want to do that. You know, first episode, and well, we're already mad. Well, it would be these other fuckers. Though. Yeah, he had Lewis nothing Teague. to do with it. It would be Louis Teague. You know what, Louis Teague? Louis, we're we're coming we're after ha- you. We're gonna have a talk if you're still out there. Is he alive? I don't know. Should, I hope so because yeah. he's gonna want to talk to us. We should know these things. There's yeah. no way in hell they really shocked a cat, man. For All me. right. All right. You know, Stephen King would not allow that. He would slap the shit out of somebody. I, I hope so. Right? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> he better. Right? He he kind of seems like a ball buster in that sense. I don't think he would go for that shit. I bet he's the coolest dude, man. I bet he's Hell so cool. Hell yeah. And he's a good actor, too. He is a good actor. <laughs> he's a real good actor. He's like, yeah. Jordy Barrel. He's good. Yeah, he's awesome. That was kind of a gross character. He was good, Jordy though. Barrel? Yeah, the, the overalls? Or am I thinking yeah. of somebody else? No, yeah, just, it was just... He's just a little slow. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, ah. Yeah, he's living out on some farm. Some swampy motherfucker. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like the old grown-up version of Joe Dirt if he had his own farm? Joe Dirte. <laughs> Dirte. That is for another day. We love right. you, David Spade. <laughs> Shout out, David Spade. David Spade. We love you. So, okay, so you want to switch? You want to go on to the ledge? Yes, that was terrifying. That's a terrifying damn, you know, it's, it's, uh, for me, like, it's hard for me to even watch because, like, you know, heights. Yeah, and I guess, I don't know, how much of this do we give away? I guess we give it all away, right? I feel like we just go for this, it. Yeah. They should be expecting to get some spoilers, you know? Yeah, and people probably have tuned out by now, so they won't even know That's what we're true saying also. anyway. Yeah, so. So let's just go, go for your, it. Yeah. <laughs> Balls <laughs> to the wall. So uh, well, we can talk about how it le- like how it leads into the ledge. Yeah. So the cat eventually escapes the Quitters Inc. situation. Yeah. And then finds itself in front of a casino. So Quitters right? Incorporated was in Chicago, and where was this one? Um, in the movie, Atlantic. Atlantic City? City, yes, Atlantic City. So now he's gotten. From, Are we sure it was Chicago? No, Quitters Inc. was Chicago. I'm not sure. I thought you said that. Crap, I'm the worst. Now you're the best. <laughs> You want to look it up? I will. I was trying to look it You're up. You're not going to be able to find it because it's not. Because I feel like it was Chicago. I feel like it was too. <laughs> right? Yeah. We'll correct ourselves later if They should have made the ledge in Chicago because that's the Windy City, you know? Yes. But uh, but the ledge was Atlantic City, MJ. Yeah. That's, that, that's for sure because it said it. it mm-hmm. See the subtitle. Definitely. So, so yeah, so the cat just kind of ends up or, you know. Arrives there, yeah. Hitches rides, gets on the train, or no? That's when he goes to the next one. That was the first one, right? Hmm. Yeah. Well, the cat's here. 
The, we're, we're in the Atlantic City. Yeah. The cat's there. The, the cat, cat is named Sebastian. Yeah, that's the first time they mentioned the cat's name. I don't know if his name is just Sebastian oh. in the ledge. Or, or in the hole. Yeah. Hmm. I, you know, I, there's no way that it's could the same be that cat. guy's cat. It's the same cat, but yeah. you know, it's just one of those tie-ins, I guess, mm-hmm. you use your imagination. But he does name the cat. His name is Sebastian. <laughs> and that's uh, Kenneth McMillan. Oh. You know who that is? No. I'm going to show you who that is. You, the cat is Kenneth McMillan? No, no, no. The uh, the guy from The Ledge. Oh, the guy. The main guy. Yeah. Okay. I was like, the cat has its own freaking whole life yeah. going on that I don't know so about. So he arrives. Yeah, mm. let, me tell, let me tell you a real quick story about Kenneth McMillan. Cool. He plays... Uh, He's in a movie called Armed and Dangerous with John Candy. Oh, shit. It's so funny, man. Like, um, it's so funny. But there's this one part where he's giving the speech to all these new security guards. And it's one of my favorite sound bites in the world. I'm going to play it right now. Oh, my gosh. You ready? Yeah. Here it goes. The world is a shithole full of shitty little scumbags who are scared shitless. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny, man. I love that. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's great. One more time. I got to hear it one more time. Do it. The world is a shithole full of shitty little scumbags who are scared shitless. <laughs> but that's Kenneth McMillan. That's the, uh, uh. the rich guy in The Ledge. So what The Ledge is about, you know, he's, he's one of those, you know, millionaire guys or whatever. Yeah, gamblers, uh, yeah. gambles a lot. And he's got a young wife fucking around with some other guy, mm. which that's a common story. The dude probably <laughs> beats her or whatever. Who knows? You know? Oh, so... <laughs> We're making a lot of accusations. Yeah, we're making a lot of assumptions here <laughs> based on 80s uh, theology. Hey, we do what we want. Right? <laughs> so anyway, he's sending the girl away for something, probably to meet up later. Maybe the guy had found out about their affair, mm-hmm. Kenneth McMillan being the the rich husband. Mm-hmm. And then the guy that she's seeing sends her away. Well, then they catch him, take him to the penthouse. Mm-hmm. And... Um, let him know what's up. Let him know what's up. They, they that he knows. Yeah, like yeah. he knows about the affair, like all this. And the, they make a bet with him. Now, real quick, this story was originally published in Penthouse. It yes, was, July 1976. Yes. Yeah, right? Yes. So July That was the Penthouse issue. So if you have that issue or look it up, yeah. the, this story will be in there from Stephen King. And then that's um, pretty cool. And then when was Night Shift published? Like two years later, right? So yeah, seventy eight. Yeah. Okay, so it was originally in Penthouse, then it was published mm-hmm. in Night Shift. I had read somewhere that the Penthouse, the actual um, issue issue, was the one that's you see it on the table on the table. But we looked it up, and it's not the same cover as mm. July nineteen seventy six. Right, but there are Penthouse magazines on that table. Yeah. So it's meant to be like, hey. Right. I mean, it's a I connection, guess. but seems weird they wouldn't go all the way and just get the the actual one where he's holding on to it during yeah. that scene, that crazy scene where he falls, and then you see the table and all the magazines. Oh, you know what we forgot to talk about with uh, Quitters Appropriate? I remember what? now that damn police song. Yes, every breath you take. Yeah, that's funny because like Sting, yeah, is known for being like super stingy with like the royalties. Right. Oh, really? Yeah, like so. Okay, Mr. Yoga guy. Yeah, Mr. Chill, Karma, sex yoga, Namaste. Sure. Right. I Mr. thought he was a cool Tantric. dude. I mean, I'm sure he's a cool dude as long as you don't fuck with his money. Now I'm bummed. Well, this is what I know. Yeah, I know this. Okay, you know that Puff Daddy song when they sampled that yeah. guitar part. 
Yeah. So that part is only Andy Summer or Summers, the guitar player from mm-hmm. The Police. Oh. So, but they did it without permission. Oh, Puff so, Daddy did? Yeah. They didn't get permission from The Police or from Sting or Andy Summers or whoever owned the rights. He's smarter than that. No, apparently not because he gets paid, I think it's $1,000 a day in Damn. royalties for life from that song. Wow. And Andy Summers gets zero of it. No. And it's only him that's on the, the plane. And they've no. tried to like sue each other and stuff to get, you know, to get the To make it more fair. Out. Yeah. Because yeah. Sting is like super rich, obviously, you know. Yeah, I'm dude. sure the other guys are too, but. Not, 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 not missing Sting out rich. on a thousand a day though. That's yeah. bullshit. I mean, you can't even spend that much unless uh, you're a dope fiend or some shit. Yeah, I, I could probably work it out. I could, could probably spend that much. But yeah, no. But that's just from that one song. And that's just from that. One from, situation. Yeah, that's not even to do with the royalties of the actual song. I saw a quote from Sting. It said something like, do whatever you want, but don't fuck with my royalties. <laughs> All like, right. You know, like, we can All be right. cool. We're friends. Everything's great. Come over for Christmas. Whatever you want, but don't fuck with my royalties. Okay. And if they're mine legally, okay. then don't ask for more. And that's pretty much what I remember of Sting. Wow. Of his quote. But anyway. Shout out Sting. All right, right. All right. He's not playing around. I'm actually just more shocked about P. Diddy or Puff Daddy or didn't know, you know, yeah. the process of that. He's got people. He's got <laughs> he's got a shitload of money. He should know that. But I don't know, man. Maybe that was back before they, you know, when they were just doing whatever they want. Yeah. But anyway, back okay. to that real quick. Like, I guess the cost of getting the actual song from the police... <laughs> Every step you, or was it? Every breath you take. Every breath you take was so expensive that they had to pay a band to do a cover song. Yeah. And use that, which they still would have had to pay, but it wasn't as much. Of course, yeah. So So, it's a cover song throughout the movie. I think the song is played a a few times throughout, too. Not just in Quitters, Inc. Oh, is it? Yeah. But yeah, it's a cover. But damn, man, like it's that much money that Uh a major film like this is like, we can't afford it. (laughs) God damn. Maybe back in, in 1985, though, this wasn't a major film. Like Stephen King, this was only his, what, his um, second anthology. So creep, he did Creepshow. Then he did yeah, this. Right. But, and, I mean, obviously he did the other ones, like you were saying, Carrie. Yeah. When did Carrie come out? Well, those were feature films. Those were films. Carrie was probably 78-ish. So he was say. already popular, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he had the, that kind of money. Well, it's not his money. It's, it, True. It's, it's, uh, the producers. And uh, no, it's the, 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 you know, like Lionsgate or whoever did the film. Oh, yeah. They'll give you a budget. You know, they'll say, okay, you mm-hmm. got $20 million to make this movie. And then Divvy they'll say, okay, well, uh, Lester Diamond wants nineteen and a half million, right. so we only got 500000 <laughs> to do the rest of the movie. Sebastian wanted right? five million. Yeah, the cat. He wanted his own like gold cat bowl. Deserving. Right. And Drew Barrymore probably got. I wonder how much she got paid as I mean, a little she kid. She was a little kid, but yeah. she probably made enough then that me and you could live off forever. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, oh yeah. So okay, so that was back to Quitters Incorporated, but back to the ledge. So Kenneth McMillan, he makes a deal. Well, it's not really a deal. It's either you do this, I'm gonna blow your head off. It's not much of a <laughs> yeah. fucking deal. But um, it's, it's a lose lose, right? Yeah, basically. it's a lose or really lose. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lose and live or lose and die. But um, so he, you know, he basically tells him, "Look, if you you fuck up my wife, you want to play this game or whatever." Yeah. He's like, "This is how it goes. You either get out on this little ass five inch ledge, 
and circle all the way around this big, huge building on this ledge. From the penthouse. From the penthouse. It's the very top of the building. Yeah, and it's like... I think it was like 43rd floor or something. It's so far up that like... It was crazy. You'd have time to shit your pants like twice (laughs) on the way down, you know? It would be bad. It would be really, really bad. Yeah, you definitely would need a new pair of drawers after that. That's yeah. they're they're gone, <laughs> done. No washing, no shouting it out. <laughs> <laughs> None of that nonsense. None of that nonsense. But yeah, like he was getting all the cold air because mm. we're in what Atlantic City, so it's kind of by the ocean, right? It's sort of by the, near yeah, the coast. That's right. Yeah, the, so I it mean was the East windy. Coast. Yeah, yeah, windy. I mean, if that gets you, you're done. Yeah. So he, so that's the deal he makes when uh, he has to go all the way around and you know whatever. Another uh, another actor that's in there real quick is uh, Mike Starr, not to be confused with Allison Chains, Mike Starr, who we will also get to in another episode. Yes, one of our favorite dudes. R.I.P. Yeah, but this is Mike Starr from Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Mentalino. Yeah. Or mental, they call him mental. Ate all those hot peppers yeah, and had fucking, fucking croaked. That gurgle. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Dumb and Dumber was so yeah. great. He's like, hey, man, are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to watch that right now. Oh, I know. We should watch it tonight. So good. Yeah. But um, anyway, he's the bodyguard <laughs> for uh, Kenneth McMillan. And sort of plays that, he has that same facial expression. Yeah. You know, he's, he's just great. Yeah, he's, he's a just great a actor. Mean bastard. Yeah. But funny. Uh huh. You know? He was laughing the whole time as this yeah. deal was going on. He was loving it. Yeah. Evil. Evil dude. So anyway, the main guy, you know, I, I, I don't know even know his name because I don't know. I didn't pay attention to that. We're good. The main guy. Yeah. The, the, the rich guy. guy. The, the, yeah. No, not not uh, Kenneth McMillan was the the main the guy. Main, oh, the, the guy, guy that got cheated on. The guy that was. We can call him loser. No. <laughs> <laughs> L for love. Right, L for love. Um, but uh, so he has shout to get out on dodgeball. This, right. <laughs> <laughs> so he has to get on this ledge and circle the building, and Kenneth McMillan keeps trying to sabotage him. You know, make him fall or fuck quit with or him. Whatever. Yeah. So I guess he finally he he does it. He gets around. After a lot of, you know, spraying water on him and Mm -hmm. trying to scare him with horns and that bird pecking at his leg and shit. I don't even know how he made it. I don't either because I wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, and he was like looking down, you know, they shut the camera pans to like, you know, his view. Yeah. And that's creepy as fuck. Man, that was making me dizzy watching. Yeah, it. it was like hurt, like my stomach was yeah. dropping. I was like, oh, it's hard. Like to the watch. roller coaster when you're about to yeah. go down that, that that's how it felt. Yeah, or those stupid ass daredevils on YouTube. Yeah, that climb way up on those buildings Ooh. and just like dance on the edge. Like God, Did, I oh can't the backflip one. Yeah, all that. You showed me that the other day. I yeah. was like, oh hell. I don't no. even know why I look at that. It just gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know? I the the ones trip me out is the tight ropers where they do a tight rope across like a mountain or that man or I the mean, Grand Canyon or some shit. I'm terrified of heights, so I right. couldn't do any of that shit. But the right. tight rope thing would probably seem maybe a little better mm. because if you fall, you can grab the rope and just hang there, you know. I but don't on know. that little ass ledge, and you're like trying to press up against it because once you lose your balance, that's it's it. Done. It's over. It's crazy. You are scared of heights so much, but not flying. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know. I'm glad because I you're do confined. a lot of traveling. Yeah, but because you're confined, I think. I guess, man. I don't know. For I don't I don't necessarily like heights. I don't know. That, I'm, I'm kind of freaked out by them. But yeah. the ledge, 
it really terrified I me. I just couldn't do it. I would just have to jump off. I was just yeah. like, no, fuck it, dude. Like, or shoot me, pop me one in the head, you know? It was terrifying. Or and squash. they offered him, what, 20 grand? So, so they offered him, you go around the ledge, you make it, you get 20 grand and the wife. And the wife. Right? Yeah. And it's like, you so, get the wife, you get the... Maybe he was like, all right, maybe I have a chance. But yeah, it's it's still a lose-lose at that point because you're walking around a building with no, just with your hands. I I don't know. You got to lay flat up against that wall, man. Any any vertigo, (laughs) any kind of wind gust or whatever, you're just, you're fucked, you know? There's nothing to grab onto. That would be the worst feeling, man. Yeah. So anyway, he makes it. And then uh, he, uh, when he comes into the room, Kenneth McMillan... Gives him the money and then gives him the wife, which is just her head. You know, he had already killed. They had already killed her and chopped her head off and shit. So, damn seven, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So he freaks out. What's finally. in the box? I know. Yeah, they didn't even fuck with it this time. They just rolled it. They just did it. He just kicked it right at him, like a soccer ball. Yeah. But so he gets it. Um, the uh, so then so now he rushes him. Now he's like, all right, well, fuck it. Now I really have nothing to live for. So he rushes him. Somehow gets the gun. From yeah. mental, mm-hmm. and uh, then he makes Kenneth McMillan go around. Yeah, did he shoot mental right, or he knocked him out at least with something like a? You know what? I don't remember what happens after that, but that's right during that during that fight is when you see that penthouse, mm-hmm. the magazine. So yeah. I was wondering, like, well, if if there was ever a place to put the Easter egg, that's the spot, you know? Yeah, that that's would be definitely a... the spot, right? And we missed another Easter egg too. What? Um, in um, Quitters Incorporated, like the first day he has to quit smoking after he's met up with Donati and he finds out that if he smokes, they're going to fuck his family all up. Mm-hmm. Oh, when he's watching TV. He's watching TV. He comes in yeah. and uh, he's all grouchy because he hasn't smoked and he's watching. Uh, and it only been like three hours, but it's real. Yeah. That addiction is crazy. I bet, I bet man. But he, uh, so he's watching something on TV and he's like, who the hell writes this crap? Or, <laughs> You know what I mean? And if you look close, you see Christopher Walken on there. That's the Dead Zone. That's a Stephen King movie. Hell yeah. 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 So he was like kind of like poking fun at him at himself or the director was poking fun. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe the director didn't even like that movie or something. That's another tough one, man. That's a tough one to to read. And I tried to watch it when I was a kid. And it's like, what the fuck is this, man? Like literally it's a movie about being in a coma. Like (laughs) do the math, you know? The Dead Zone. The Dead Zone. I love that. Uh, I love those Easter eggs. Yeah, me too. It's so me like too. I don't know. I just love it. There's probably a bunch. There's probably other ones that we don't even know about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. we're not claiming we we found them all. Nah, we we just uh, kind of blame the main them. ones. Yeah. I mean, there's two blatant ones blatant, right at the yeah, jump. Right at the beginning. So that was pretty cool. That was kind yeah. of exciting. You yeah, know? I dig that. So uh, anyway, he 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 gets the gun. He makes Kenneth McMillan walk the ledge. Uh huh. And McMillan don't make it, of course, you know. Sweet revenge. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was good though. Yeah. They they need to watch it. I hope everybody watches it. It's, you know, it's it's just one of those movies. If if you're into eighties horror, you know, it's one of those ones that you, you gotta have it under your belt. You gotta at least see it once. Yeah. You know? It kinda will keep you on your toes the whole time. It's what, about a half hour long, maybe? Uh with the whole movie? 45 minutes. No, just the just the ledge. The ledge. Yeah, each one is probably 30 minutes. Yeah. It's a, but it's know. like it, it's like exhilarating. Yeah. It's like you cannot take your eyes off of it. Those two are great. And now, yeah. you know, of course, you know, going into now chapter three, which is general. General. 
which is the cat's real name now. Right. right? So Sebastian now turned to general. Uh, well, not really. It's just that's just how they tied him together. Yeah. You know? Like, like the cat was really Kenneth McMillan's pet. Right. Yes, or I don't know, because in the movie or in in the in the uh, chapter, mm-hmm. the ledge, that's his cat. You know, he calls it Sebastian. And he's like, what the hell's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I don't know how that works. But he acquired the cat from just on the street, though. That Remember same pe- day? Yeah, I think when they, he was out there with that woman and they, you know, they, they were t- telling the cat to like cross the road. Oh, that's right. So it wasn't like his pet. It was just like yeah, he acquired it. That's right. Okay. And brought him up to the penthouse. And- Good, because that was going to be kind of like one of those weird holes in the movie that yeah, I couldn't no. figure out. Mm-mm. Okay. That's I remember that. Right. I remember that. They, they were, were getting, betting they were to betting see if he'd see, cross. Yeah, if he'd make it or not. Yeah. That's right. So. Okay. So chapter three, the le- or, uh, general. general, which is the cat. Now, is this one, it happens in Wilmington, right? Yeah. So you see the cat like jumping a train. Yeah. And then he ends up in Wilmington, North Carolina. So he went from as far as, as far as I'm pretty sure, Chicago to Atlantic City, New Jersey to Wilmington, North right. Carolina. And uh, we'll be taking a trip out there very soon. Oh, yeah. Because I can't we got wait. some other locations we got to shoot out there. Oh, yeah. I won't yeah. give them away, but. We will be sharing them all just with sucks. you I guys. Was just, I was just there like, what, a month and a half ago. Right. And but I, for a different reason. Yeah, so. but I, I wouldn't have had time to do all the shit we need to do out there. No. No, this, this was like a, that was a quick trip. Yeah, I had to get back home. Yeah. And I had to drive back home from <laughs> North Carolina. That's, that's a maniac But move. if I would have known then how many hot spots were out there. Oh, just wait, you guys. Yeah, I would, I would have, that would have turned into a, a long Like trip. a month. I would <laughs> never see you again. Well, we're going to go together. Yeah, I yeah. would just fly out there. So, um, but anyway, um, so, you know, this is, uh, what's that little, what is it called? What? The troll? General? Oh, the troll. See, I don't think the troll has a name. Yeah. We but I love could... him. Yeah. He's so cute. I think he's a nasty little bastard, man. I, like, really love him. But yeah. I like evil little dolls. Yeah. Chucky, I'm not cheating on you. I promise. Yeah. I don't so, know about that. And, like, I don't know. Just evil little dolls are just amazing. That baby in the remake of Dawn of the Dead... When oh, that, that lady, the one I always baby. show you. Yes, yeah. I love that zombie baby. Nasty. Man. Yeah, when that chick is at the mall and she has to give birth, like in, you know, she's sequestered because she got bit earlier. <laughs> so she has a zombie baby. But yeah. yeah, that's Dawn of the Dead, the the remake. Okay. Or whatever. But that was a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. It is. I don't like those newer zombie movies. Mm-hmm. I like Return of the Living Dead. Right. And, For sure. You know. There's some good remakes out there, though. Yeah, there's some good ones, but I don't know. <laughs> I like the one in the shopping mall. Yes. The that, real one. The real one, yeah. right. Not yeah. with the zombie baby that I'm talking about. Yeah. But yeah, it back to good. the troll. I don't know, something weird. I'm attracted to like little evil beings, creatures. Well, that thing's nasty looking. At yeah. It. But I can't, I, I researched, I don't, I think he has a name. Literally, he's the troll from General. Yeah. So if anybody out there knows the troll's name, yeah, please sure. email us. Yeah, hit us. 85graveyard yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah. Email us, us whatever you want also. Or just know. hit us on Instagram. Yeah. And like just send us a message. Be like, hey, stupid ass. It's Yeah. His name is whatever. Right. Like we're not claiming we know everything. Nah. We're just. Uh, we just want you to watch the movie and yeah. give our take on it and get our shit popped off. I couldn't even imagine what the troll's name would be. What would <laughs> like he's too well, he's from 
another world, right? Yeah, you he's know? from like the the wall, like a little yeah. area in the in the little Drew Barrymore's wall. So Drew Barrymore is in this one again, plays the daughter. Yeah, you know she played a daughter in Quitters Inc. Mm-hmm. So she's back. She's back again. Yeah. So well, in the beginning, we you know you see that troll run into there. Like like the troll and the cat basically get there at the same time. Right. Well, we don't see the troll. We have like the troll's vision. His vision. Yeah. Yeah, and his little breathing and his little. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love him. Yeah. Didn't we read somewhere that? Um, Give me that troll. That the that the uh, person that made those noises was he did something else. Who was else. that? Yeah. I don't remember. Well, yeah, it's definitely yeah. somebody, some yeah. male voice that did something else. Yeah. We can't think of it. I think it was the guy that uh, did some of the Ghostbuster, like the Slimer monster. Oh, that sounds legit. Yeah. I think he was that guy. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. It's definitely not recognizable. It's definitely a separate, you know. I don't get into that. I've never gotten that deep into. The troll. Into any any movie, like to know these (laughs) side people, you know. But, um, you know, it's very interesting. So, uh. It's kind of like an old urban legend, you know, that, oh, you know, cats can take a a baby's breath away. I don't really know Hmm. Mm -hmm. where that comes from. I think, you know, like, in other words, like a cat can smother a baby, probably trying to get the milk off their breath, you know? Ooh, yeah. So that troll somehow makes it seem like the cat is the one that's, you know, trying to kill Drew Barrymore. Take by taking her breath away. Yeah, some weird thing. I don't yeah, know. it's a weird. It's just a weird story. It me. is. Like, and the cat. So the cat runs in after the troll, and Drew's like, "Hey, can we keep this cat?" And the mom yeah. was hesitant. Yeah. Throughout the whole time about the cat, you know. Yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> yeah, that this was not your favorite. I mean, of the third, you know. obviously. You know, you you said that at the beginning. I mean, so. we're talking about 1985. We're talking yeah. about Silver Bullet. We're talking about yeah. Fright Night. Talking about Children of the Corn from right. the year before. We're talking about Creep Show. This bullshit don't compare. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, you know. Yeah. I hate to say it. Like one, once you've seen Children of the Corn and you know Creep Show, that this this is to me is nonsense. You know, I'm not dissing on it because mm-hmm. it's it's still cool. It's still a cool. You know, not everything has to cater to yeah. to the horror gore freaks. You know, this is more of like a. It seems, you know, to me, it seems like more of like a made-for-TV type of thing. Well, you know? yeah, and it was PG-13, yeah. and that was the first ever. So, so maybe it was a little nicer, a little, you know. They were trying to keep it a little cool, and that's yeah. probably why they didn't have those other stories I'm talking about, because there's a lot of serious yeah. shit in those, you know, whereas yeah. these are, you know, yeah. I guess the ledge, though, talking about rape and, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, but, but they didn't show any of that type of thing. Yeah, it's true. So... So I don't know. Yeah, the third, yeah. But, it, you know, it's it's cool. It makes, you know, I get it. They they found a way to wrap up yeah. the whole the anthology, whole, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't know. Could have been, there's to me, it could have been so many better, you know. Do you know Definitely. which uh, Do you know which book Dolan's Cadillac is in? Wasn't that in the Nightmares and Dreamscapes I, I always thought it was in Skeleton Crew. No, but it's, it's probably not. not. I think it's in the Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Okay, well, that's another one out. of my favorite stories. That one's great. Oh man, it's so good. And they they did the movie. Yeah, they did make a movie about With, it. With uh, Christian Slater. Yeah, like you know, it, it's a it's a little it's a little rough, man, because in the book, you know, it's he doesn't have the demeanor of a, like a Christian Slater. Right. You know, he's more of a wimpy school teacher type of. Well, Christian Slater is not the wimpy guy. He's Dolan, right? Uh huh. So yeah, I guess that makes sense. I don't know. 
but but that gonna, it just didn't match your it, what you, you thought. Know, like yeah, the impact of the story mm-hmm. in the book compared to the movie, mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling it. But right. I, but I still liked it. I, I liked it because it's cool to see stuff that you've read over and over and over and over because mm-hmm. that's one of those stories I've read just like a million times. It's a good one. Then to see it adapted to screen, it's just. Yeah. Gives it another like breath of life. Uh-huh. Even if it's not like, you know, your favorite, but or it's not the actors that you thought it was gonna be yeah. or something. But man, I wish they would have, you know, tied in a third story, you know, like a really good because the first two are great. Yeah. You know, they're great. Like the ledge to me is a tough read, mm-hmm. but on screen it's great. Quitters Incorporated so good. was good in both. Yeah. You know? Definitely. And this thing is just it's just nonsense, man. It's like, <laughs> it's like it's for kids, you know? But it's still cool. And I don't mean to talk shit because it's still cool. I'll still watch it. Definitely read it, watch it. Yeah. There was a cool quote from Drew Barrymore that, you know, working with Stephen King was the highlight of her life. Wow. And she said that in a Howard Stern, like a recent Howard Stern interview. Yeah. So, yeah, she she really dug working with him. That's cool. So yeah, That's really you cool. You know what I mean? I don't know. I love hearing stuff like that. She remembers a, that from a kid. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I bet he was so cool to her, man. Yeah, definitely. I and mean, he made her a star, basically, right? I don't know what she had done before that, other than Firestarter. Right, sure and that was her. Stuff. I mean, her whole family, the Barrymores, are yeah. a big, you know, Hollywood family. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they're in, you know, they're. she was probably going to be an actress anyway. Yeah. Maybe, but yeah, she, you know, she got into it at a young age. Nice. And got to work with the man himself. <laughs> well, so, yeah. he turned her into basically a scream queen, even though she doesn't do a lot of horror, but she was killer in Scream. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I so loved her in that. Scream. Yeah, it was great. Scream was awesome. Yeah, it was. I don't care I don't what anybody says. I know. I don't know. It's why people hate on like Rob Zombie and just yeah, stuff whatever, like that. Man. Just haters. Haters Fuck gonna off. hate. Yeah. But yeah, so that's... Do it better if you hate it so bad, you know? <laughs> Same with me with Cat's Eye. Like, well, what can you do? Well, I would fucking really botch it up. So. We already know what you would do. You would choose anything but general. <laughs> right? And that's why I'm here and he's there. Right? Or he's there. <laughs> yeah, no? exactly. That's why there's a picture of him on my wall. He don't even know who the fuck I am. <laughs> Except the weird dude standing outside of his gate for three hours taking pictures that Oopsie. one time. That was us. We we were stalking you a little hey, bit. Sorry, man. That's He's used happens. to it. How many? I mean, people drove by constantly. Yeah, we couldn't even get like a picture alone yeah. at the gate. It's like a tourist attraction. Yeah, his house, his but house. it's a really cool. The gate and everything is awesome. And the gate was open. Like if somebody was really like yeah. wanted to be a stalker, you just walk right up there and probably walk right into his house and say hi to him. Yeah, you know. And it was cutie as like a Prius in the driveway. Yeah, like I was like, I love car. him. Yeah. He's like the coolest dude, man. He seems so chill and down to earth. Yeah. And like genius and crazy and just all these things yeah. combined. And all those stories the guy told us, we gotta, I gotta really got to remember to put that. Yeah, that the tour link. Yeah. Or, yeah, the website. I hope he's still doing it. I know. Because I'd like to do it one more time. I would too. Yeah. I'd like to do it five more times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That dude might be a little bit of a handful. He's cool. Yeah, yeah. he's cool. But we even, he even showed us where he lived. Yeah, I know, Like, he's right? like, oh, and there's my house. And yeah. we're like, oh, shit. Remember that story about the uh, the cemetery? Yeah, well. That was creepy. Well, I'll, I'll say it. Because, um, like, I've always, I, I love going and photographing cemeteries and graveyards. Mm-hmm. So I'm always fascinated with that kind of stuff. Well, there was, in the in the cemetery where they filmed Pet Cemetery. 
not not the pet cemetery part of it, but the mm-hmm. you know the beginning when the kid dies and they have to have his funeral, mm-hmm. the real actual human cemetery. Right. Um. There's that. Remember that there was that like. Like the shed thing? Is that what you're talking well, not, about? It wasn't a shed. It was like a room, but it had like, um, you know, like it was it was like a mountain covering it. Uh huh. And um, we were asking him, like, and there was and there was smoke coming out of there. We're like, oh, and I asked yeah. him, I said, is that like where they do the cremations? And he said, no. What that is is if you if you die out there during the winter, the ground is frozen, so they can't bury you. Yeah. So they put you in this fucking. I mean, there like must be room. there must be hundreds of bodies in there, right? Or a hundred, probably. Yeah, how many people died during that time? And they and they just you just stay in there until they can dig a hole in the ground, and yeah. you know when the spring comes over because it's so cold up there. Yeah, Maine. You know? I mean, the ground is like frozen; you cannot dig. Yeah, that. Was I mean, even with like a like a little bulldozer a shit ba- like a that. Backhoe or something. Yeah, I, apparently. I mean, that's what he told us. Yeah, I mean, it was like solid. See, I don't know about all that, like northern. Canada almost yeah. shit, you know, like I know I'm, I'm from the <laughs> desert. And Cali. From, yeah. I'm from California <laughs> and, the, and I've lived in Nevada for a long time. I was stationed in a couple of places of snow, but I don't know about it being that damn cold. Right. You know, it's way up North. Yeah. Northeast. Yeah. That's when, we, I mean, we drove for a long time to get yeah. there. It was basically Canada and I've been in Canada and Canada is some miserable cold. <laughs> so that's basically is Canada. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like. Even higher than Canada at certain parts of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's kind of like dipped. It's a weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, man. That's crazy. So, but anyway, um, yeah, that was. Yeah, that's a crazy story. That was crazy. Just little tidbits of the tour, you know, extras that he gave us. Yeah. It was awesome. So, so general, the final chapter, the you know, the cat eventually saves her. Yeah. Puts you know. I don't remember how it happened, but the little troll gets chewed up by a fan, gets all fucked up. Yeah, the basically the cat annihilates the troll. Yeah. And he wins. Yeah, I mean, it was Drew is sort safe. of a happy, it was a happy ending, I guess, a PG-13 ending. It's happy because yeah. if, if he wouldn't have saved Drew Barrymore, then we wouldn't have had Scream. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or uh, what was the other one where she was like had amnesia? Oh. Um, hundred first Kisses. Oh, 50 First Dates. 50 First Dates. With Adam Sandler yeah. in Hawaii. Or the Wedding Singer. The, like wedding, the wedding Singer. singer. Like if we could have the Wedding Singer, like, there would be a problem. You Dude, yeah, It would be a problem. We need Drew. We need her. Yeah. What else has she done? She's done a lot, dude. Charlie's Angels. See, I, mean, I don't this, know about that one. Yeah, this bitch. She's, I haven't seen it. She's done a lot. Yeah. yeah. She's she's major. Scream. She's got a couple. She's got a show on Netflix now, too. It's like yeah. sort of a zombie show. Really? But yeah, but it's like. I don't know. You'd have to see it. You have to check it out. I think I want to see it. Yeah, it's, but it, but it's also a comedy. If that makes sense, it's not what you think. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But that yeah, definitely sounds like it's worth checking out. <laughs> but yeah, you guys. So, not sure if it felt like an hour for them, but yeah, it's been like an hour and twenty minutes. Damn. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. We kind of uh, hope hope you got some good. <laughs> Good stuff out of this yeah, one. Right. Did we, too bad Did we, we didn't <laughs> hardly talk about the movie that we're supposed to be covering. <laughs> hey, it's episode one. Right. Come on. It's episode one. We're still getting our, our feet wet. <laughs> you know, it took us a while. It took a little extra time to get our studio. I, I kept thinking like, oh, well, okay, we'll have it done mm-hmm. mostly. 
and then we'll build it. But you know how my I, I just don't work for yeah. me. I have to get shit done. Completed and ready. Yeah, and then we kept having problems with and even tonight, like fucking oh. one of the mics isn't working right. Like I gotta return one of them. Like yeah. come on, man. Like yeah. the cameras didn't work. Like we'll get it's it though. It's been wild. It's been wild. Yeah, it's you know, it hasn't been just as, as smooth as I had hoped. Right. But the studio is built. Yeah, I hope you guys like the view. Yeah, it's, it's it's all stuff that like we love and actually has kind of been around the house anyway, and it's all <laughs> right. compiled and yeah. added some stuff, and we'll be adding a lot of stuff too. Yeah, yeah, there'll be more stuff coming. Yeah, but um, but the studio's done. Our yeah. audio system is set up. I might take a little time, a little bit of tuning in, to get the sound exactly right. If it you yeah, know, if you hear any weird sounds, any. You know, any peaking, any anything weird, trust me, it's going to improve every every show we do. Yeah. This is all new. Um, and then uh, that's pretty much it. We can. Yeah. Now we can just bust our episodes out. We already have so much. This is this. This podcast has been well over a year in the making. Yeah. Like I, I, I started the Instagram last almost two years ago. Which, by the way, we just hit over 10,000 followers on our Instagram also. Woo-hoo. So thank you for that. Yeah. Please keep going. Um, we have the uh, YouTube channel, which will, uh, I don't know how we're going to get that across to people because we don't really have the URL yet. Well, we do. It's the haunted room. Yeah. So. We'll, sh- we'll link it up on Instagram or something. Some dickhead has the 85 grave <laughs> YouTube and doesn't even use it for anything. <laughs> I tried to email him and be like, hey. Uh, Can we have this since you're not doing anything? I offered to buy it, you know, but he can't even, he didn't even answer. He probably didn't what? even have the password of that shit. Oh, hell so, no. But it don't matter. We don't need that shit. YouTube is That dude's dead whatever. to me. Yeah. Catches that slipping. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't need it. So the YouTube is called The Haunted Room. Yep. And uh, but if you go to it, it's it's all eighty five grave. If you just go to YouTube and search eighty five grave, and you'll see some of our uh, our film location stuff on there. One of the videos we did last year was the Creep Show two locations. Yeah. But trust me, you're gonna be now that we got the studio going. Now we got the podcast. We can drop an episode every few days or every week. We haven't decided how often we're gonna drop them. Probably once a week for now, so we can try to get some people to. Listen. Yeah, like hopefully <laughs> people to care. you like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, we've got so much. Uh, so much stuff so we want to awesome. bring you. Yeah, we, we ha- it may have taken us a year to get it going, but we have been compiling uh, footage. Filming. And, uh, yeah, all kinds of shit for. Researching. Yeah, so we're going to hit it hard now. Yeah. So. Hopefully you guys will stay tuned. Hopefully. If not. If not, we will, uh, I don't know. Whatever. We'll still be here. Yeah. I don't know. But we hope that you, we hope you stay tuned for sure. Yes. Because there's so much cool stuff out there <laughs> that we want to share. Definitely. And we want to hear from you. So, yeah, you guys, emails are welcome. Instagram, whatever. Like, hit us up, even if you have, like, trivia or just a question or, yeah. you know, a suggestion. If you know any interesting stuff about any 80s movies yes. or whatever... Or if you have some uh, requests for movies you want us to cover. Yes. I mean, just hit us up. Hit us up on, like I say, what was it, Instagram? Or email. Email 85graveyard at gmail.com because that shithead had 85grave. Ah, that loser again? Yeah, slap shit out of him if I ever seen him. Oh, my gosh. 
But uh, um, but Instagram is probably the best way because that's where we are. You know, we do most of the like you know, posting, connecting with people yeah. and stuff. We haven't even put anything on Instagram to show that it's a podcast. Yet. Yeah. So maybe now we will. Now, now we're going to. Yeah. Cause now, now, we, now we got something to, for people to see and hear. It's the time. Um, <laughs> so, and we, we have the Twitter, we have all that stuff, but, and we have the website, 85grave.com, but there's nothing on it yet. Right. So all that stuff will be coming up shortly. Yeah. Um, hit us up though, you guys. Just hit us up and please uh, watch this, share it. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel because you will, uh, if you're, only hearing this, you can see this on YouTube. Yeah. We might even put it on the um, Vimeo, which we do have the 85 Grave on Vimeo. Yeah. Um, but I probably not. Yeah. Probably just put it on YouTube and try to keep every, every all the views and stuff in one place. However. Yeah. I don't know how exciting it is to watch it, but it's cool. Cool background. Yeah. You know. You know definitely listen. watch it. Check it out. Yeah. Just check it out. You can see our some of our props in here and stuff. And, and of course... In some of the other episodes, in the future episodes, it's going to be imperative that you watch it because we're going to be talking about footage and, and locations and things that you need to see. Exactly. They're just too cool to not see. Trust me. Definitely. So, matter of fact, our very next episode, which I'm not going to say what it is yet, <laughs> but it's it's going to it's going to be a killer. Like I said, we had to get this 85 one. I wanted to do one that kind of encompassed what we're doing. And um, the next one is we're going to do a heavy hitter for the next one. <laughs> a heavy hitter, not the heavy hitter. Yeah, don't get sued. Yeah, don't get sued like Glenn Lerner here. <laughs> <laughs> Cornball. So, no, just right. kidding. Well, Glenn Lerner, you, shout out. Right, yeah, Glenn Lerner. If you need an attorney. No, nah, I don't. No. For anybody that <laughs> a clown. traffic attorney. Yeah, no, nah, I don't fuck with these guys. All right, y'all. <laughs> so thank you so much. you made it this far, thank you uh, Thank you for listening. So we appreciate you. And are we out? uh, Yeah, I guess we're out. Catch you on the flippity flip. Catch you on the flippity flip. Yeah. Stations of 85 Grave, we wish you a good night and a good morning. This concludes our broadcast day.